What is going on, everybody, and welcome to Cold Front Daily. I'm your host, Daniel Kelly. I work with the Cold Front Report. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Cold Front Report or on our website, coldfrontreport.com. Did mention this yesterday, want to mention it again today. Eight o'clock tonight on the Facebook page, Cold Front Report, Buffalo Bills. There is a Q&A with current running back Zach Moss. That's 8 p.m. tonight on the Facebook page, Cold Front Report, Buffalo Bills. Make sure you don't miss it if you want your questions answered. So what we do here is we talk the latest Bills news, transactions, rumors, draft talk, you know, positional value, stuff like that. All your Buffalo Bills news. I'm your man for the job. We also cover league-wide news. Uh, first order of business today, I wanted to speak to you guys about the new face masks. Um, it is April 1st, so be aware. Uh, some news you see today might just be a joke or a, you know, a practical joke or false information, stuff like that. Um, but no, th- this isn't a joke. Uh, white helmets for the upcoming, or white face masks, excuse me, we already have white helmets, white helmets with white face masks for the upcoming season. Um, I think it's cool. You know, it was kind of weird. The, the gray really didn't make sense. We don't have gray in our logo. We don't have gray on our uniforms. So the gray face mask really didn't make too much sense, but it's going to be white this upcoming season. Um, the, uh, Sean Davis, the safety we spoke about that visited with the Bills, uh, signed with the Indianapolis Colts, so he will not be joining the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Deshaun Watson, in his cases, he's up to 21 lawsuits now. Uh, There's been no legal action taken as of yet. Um, There's been statements from both lawyers, no statements directly from Watson. Um, I'm not going to get too far into it. It's all allegations at this point. I've spoke about this before. Once the uh, the situation becomes clearer, we can we can talk about that a little bit more. In Washington, uh, Ron Rivera has announced that Ryan Fitzpatrick is quarterback number one. There will be competition with the young guys there in Washington as well. So yesterday, guys, we went over the top ten in Lance Zierlein's mock draft 3.0. We also hit the Bills pick at 30, which was Caleb Farley, the cornerback out of Virginia Tech. Um, so today we're going to go 11 to 20 and just um, see if anything's changed since free agency, stuff like that. And um, let's just get right into it. So number 11 here is the New York Giants. Kyle Pitts out of Florida, the tight end. Uh, if you guys missed some of his measurables, they came out the other day. He was measured as the longest, like for wingspan, the longest ever recorded. It was formerly DK Metcalf. Now it is Kyle Pitts as has the longest wingspan in the NFL. He's going to be a problem for, for defenses. Um, I feel like the tight end position just gets harder and harder to guard nowadays because they're just so big, so athletic, with a basketball background most of the time where they're able to box out these smaller defenders. Once there's a safety that comes out that's seven foot, I think that's when we're going to be able to see a tight end really shut down. And that's never happened because if you're that tall, you probably can't move very fast. And 
stuff like that. But, you know, the tight ends in the league would beg to differ because some of these guys, like Darren Waller out of uh, the Raiders, ran a 4-4, and he's 6-6. So um, Kyle Pitts here to the Giants. I think this makes sense. Evan Ingram hasn't quite worked out. Um, Giants fans aren't happy with him, I I know for a fact. Um, You know, there's other options on the – on the board here, they could go with Jalen Waddle, but here Lance Zierlein has them taking Kyle Pitts. Speaking of Jalen Waddle, he's the next pick here. Uh, pick 12, Philadelphia Eagles. This one's interesting because the Eagles moved back in a trade with the Miami Dolphins, which I think they, they were sitting at 6 originally, now at 12. Um, I know I heard some reports out of Philadelphia saying that Howie Roseman wanted the team to build around Jalen Hurts, but they weren't sold on Jalen Hurts. So my my understanding is the owner told them, hey, Hurts is our guy. So they moved from 6 to 12. They're still able to get a uh, impact player. And here it's a receiver to help the offense, which they desperately need. Um, their wide receiver core was depleted last year by COVID and injuries. And Deshaun Jackson left town for greener pastures in the Los Angeles Rams. So I think this makes sense. And um, this is Jalen Hurts' former wide receiver there in Alabama. So it would be good for him to have somebody he's familiar with, and it would be great for the Eagles to grab a receiver. Number 13, Los Angeles Chargers. Christian Derrissaw, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Um, Chargers have a bunch of needs. I'm not sure what what they're looking to do, but protecting Herbert is priority number one. Well, maybe priority number two. Surrounding him with weapons would probably be number one. But they've done a pretty good job with that already. You know, they have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and company. Um, 14, Minnesota Vikings. Another team with a lot of holes. This is a team that I expected and a lot of people expected to, you know, compete for the division last year, and it really didn't happen. And one of those reasons was that Kirk Cousins was under constant pressure, constant pressure, and you can't just blame the quarterback. I know that's what people like to do. You know, they find a scapegoat. Some people think it's Mike Zimmer. I don't think it's Mike Zimmer either. I think it's really the uh, the offensive, the defensive line, and the defense in general was just horrid last year. So here – Lance Zierlein's mock draft is Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman out of USC. He can play any position on the offensive line, guard or or tackle, and I think that's really um, necessary in today's NFL is flexibility. So Elijah Vera Tucker there to the Minnesota Vikings. Here at 15, the New England Patriots. This is one that uh, Buffalo Bills fans will be watching. Zierlein has him going Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Um... He had a great pro day last week. I believe he ran a 4-4-4 in the 40 as a linebacker, which is very fast. Uh, we know Belichick likes his linebackers. You look at you know, guys like Gerard Mayo and um, Brandon Spikes, Jamie Collins in the past, guys like that who are speedy linebackers that Belichick has taken in the first round. Micah Parsons could join that group. You know... They, they need help, that's for sure. Picking 15 in the draft is new for them. They're normally, you know, in the 20s or 30s. So this could be one of the only times they're up there in the draft. So they really need to hit on this pick. Here it's Micah Parsons. I think it, it fills a need for them at linebacker. And it makes sense. 
Uh, number 16, Arizona Cardinals. Here it's J.C. Horn, the cornerback out of South Carolina. I haven't seen him going too high um, in recent mock drafts. This is probably the highest I've seen him in a while, number 16. Um, it makes sense, I think. The, the Cardinals kind of addressed cornerback in the offseason, but we spoke about this yesterday. Cornerback and wide receiver, two positions where you can never have enough talent, and I mean never. Uh, the Cardinals are, are on the up, man. J.J. Watt comes in. Patrick Peterson uh, walks out, but they brought in – they brought in more cornerback depth in free agency. They brought in A.J. Green to pair with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to be a team that really improves uh, this year. The only problem for them is that they're in one of the toughest divisions in football in the NFC West with the Seahawks, the 49ers, and the Rams. Got to see what the 49ers end up doing at quarterback there with pick number three. Las Vegas Raiders are at number 17 here. It's Christian Barrymore, the Alabama defensive tackle. Or Christian Barmore, sorry. I mispronounced his name there. Um, the Raiders are a weird team for me. I feel like they've had so many picks within the past, and they really haven't hit on them. So if they're looking for a defensive tackle, Barmore makes sense here. But um, I think this could also be a linebacker. I think it could be a corner if – you know, J.C. Horn's still available. You know, here here he goes a pick before them. But the Raiders need help everywhere. So <laughs> I think Barmore could could hop in and, and help them. Really, the only reason they win games is based on Derek Carr. When I heard him in trade rumors in the offseason, I was a little bit uh, flabbergasted by it because I think he's the only reason they're competitive at all. 18, Miami Dolphins. Quiddy Pay, the edge from Michigan. He ran his 40-yard dash last week at the Michigan Pro Day with a 4.52, weighed in at 261, vertical leap of 35 and a half inches, 36 reps of the bench press. Um, a little bit hurt where he wasn't able to perform the agility drills. I think that's why he's been falling in these dra- in these mock drafts. But this is a place that Miami needs to address because they traded Shaq Lawson, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, away to Houston in a trade for Benardrick McKinney, the former Pro Bowl linebacker. So this definitely makes sense. Uh, Miami gets an edge. I think they'd be really happy if Pay fell to them at 18. At 19, the Washington football team here. It's linebacker out of Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa. He did meet with the Bills recently. Very explosive guy. Um, Not sure why he's been falling. I think linebacker is just a position that really isn't addressed as highly. I think it's kind of a a depleting position, kind of like running back. You know, running backs don't go in the first round all that often, and if they do, it's usually late. So, Owosu Koromoa here to the Washington football team. It makes sense because Kerrigan, uh, Ryan Kerrigan, is a free agent as of now, and he is not re-signed with the team or anybody else. So here it's Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa to the Washington football team. And last but not least for today's round of the mock drafts is the Chicago Bears and it's Gregory Rousseau another guy who's been talked about uh, with Buffalo and and the Bills there at the end of the first round Um, last offseason the Bears paid Robert Quinn a massive contract and he really didn't produce he's only getting older Uh, you need to get younger at edge and that's what the Bears do with Gregory Rousseau the Miami edge who is a bit raw but maybe they um Maybe they want him to sit behind Robert Quinn for a year and and just learn the NFL. 
That's all I have for you guys on today's episode of Cold Front Daily. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Once again, guys, tonight at 8 p.m., Q&A with Zach Moss on the Buffalo Bills Cold Front Report Facebook page. Don't miss it. Have your questions answered. Be sure to stop by. I'll be there. And uh, thanks for listening. I'll be speaking to you guys tomorrow where we go over probably another mock draft and the news of the day. I have it for you right here on Cold Front Daily. I'm Daniel Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at the Real Dan Kelly. That's at the Real Dan Kelly. This is Cold Front Daily once again, guys. I'll be speaking to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot.